Hi, everybody. Welcome to Discover College Soccer. Today, I'm lucky enough to be joined by Coach Colin Morrow from Canisius up in Buffalo. Welcome, Coach. Thank you for having me, Matt. Yeah, thanks for being here. Uh, really appreciate the time. Let's uh, let's kick off things by talking recruiting. It's the end of March here where we're talking and, uh, you know, showcase season at its finest. So have you guys wrapped up your 23 class? Are you, are you looking mostly at 24s? What's your kind of calendar kind of usually look like yeah so right now we we're pretty much just wrapping up the 23s and um, it was a bit of a bigger class this year and uh, we had 10 incomers and uh, so now a lot of our focus is on 24s which is a bit of a smaller class so we can take our time a little bit and make sure we're finding the right fit and um, so yeah our main focus right now is our 2024s and um, as we're co kind of coming into that spring summer season okay now are there events that are kind of the must hit list uh, that you go to every year? Where, where are the places you like to go to, to see players? Yeah. I mean, obviously the hotbeds are, are the ECNL events and, you know, you do see a lot of a good quality there. And, um, but we have tend to look at different events, you know, um, our head coach Ryan was actually in England in December. And, um, you know, I know we're looking at a couple of different events uh, kind of coming up in the spring and summer and, um, you know, one or two GA events, but the ECNL events are always tend to be good. Um, you know, there's one up in New Jersey in May, uh, which we're gonna be hitting up. And um, yeah, like I said, you know, there's we like to we like to try and dip into, you know, different leagues and different um events just to make sure we're not missing anything. Now, when you go to an event, is it generally to see players that have already reached out to you that you're already familiar with, or are you going more uh exploratory or, or if you're at an event kind of what's the ratio what's that look it, like it, it really depends obviously as i said you know we we did have 10 incomers this year so um you know a lot of emphasis was on us trying to you know go to these events and see if we could you know find a play that we may have missed in, in previous years but you know with us having a small class and um, you know we do tend to go and see the players that hit us up first and make sure and, um, you know, obviously, because there is an interest there, we want to make sure is that a good fit. And, um, you know, obviously, we have we have different um, position needs and whatnot. And um, so it just pretty much depends. But what I would say, if there is an interest from a player, we'll definitely go and check them out. Um, and then from there, it just depends. You know, we'll we'll tend to go and see different games that we feel that, you know, could could possess um, players that may have been interested in as well. Okay. What about camps? Any, do you guys do your own? Does your staff work other people's camps? How do they fit into the process? Yeah. So listen, camps for those are very important. And um, I just feel you get to see the player up close, not just uh, with soccer ability, but as a person, you know, and um, you, you get to see campus. And um, so I'd say the camps for those are very, very important just because, you know, we get to see the player in so many different aspects and, you know, it helps us, um, you know, gauge and helps us, you know, get a better look at a player compared to when you turn up at a field and watching a player play for 90 minutes or whatnot. Um, I'd say camps are so important. And also they get to see a little bit of Buffalo. They get to see the school as itself. And, um, you know, for them as a player's perspective, they get to see, is this a good fit for me? For us as a coaching staff, it's, it's good for us to see a player share our opinions. You know, sometimes at these events, you know, you have one coach at a sideline and it's my opinion, you know, passed on to our head coach or whatnot. So I would say the camps are just, they're just unique and different. And just because we get a better feel for the player and the player gets a better feel for the school. Sure. Well, 
one question I get is usually pertaining to more of the division ones is, is about official visits. Do you guys provide, uh, you know, what, I guess, what's your budget like for official visits? Yeah. Do you have many kids per season per recruiting class that come on official visits? Yeah, we do. We do it off official visits. So, you know, this past class, we, we did have a couple. And so we do have the budget for official visits. Yeah. And, Obviously, with this being my first year, kind of Kinesis, you know, um, I know Ryan in the past has has done some from previous years. Obviously, with the freshmen this year, when when speaking with them and whatnot uh, about their experience and getting recruited um, from the previous coaching staff before me, but yeah, we do have official visits and um, come in. We did have a couple this year where, you know, for them, it's it just gives them a better, you know, better feel of of, of the city. And, you know, the social aspects and obviously get a better understanding of, you know, the academic piece as well. They're spending more time at the school. They're doing overnights with with, with our team and whatnot. So and I think, you know, if, if, if that's a possibility, it's, it's important because you just get it such a better, you know, understanding of the school, the coaching staff, you know, your, you know, your future teammates and whatnot. Because, you know, you do spend a great deal with 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 your teammates so i think that's important as well if, if that's a possibility for a, a recruit yeah okay well you mentioned that the the head coach was going to be over in england what yep. what is your or what what's the team's philosophy i guess recruiting wise when it comes to internationals as well as as the transfer portal has that come into to play yeah all? i mean yeah the transfer portal you know we haven't really we haven't really put a lot of emphasis on it you know we did have a little skim through to see if there could be a good fit but for us, um, you know, one year is always tough to kind of come in. Obviously, it's great if, if you can make something work. But, you know, we our philosophy is we, we like to identify a recruit. And, you know, if we put our, um, you know, we put our effort in, and our resources into this player, we want to make sure that, um, you know, we want to bring the player in and we want to try and develop that player for four years and whatnot. And with the transfer portal, it's a little bit different. But... Uh, touching on the international piece, like you said, you know it, we feel that there is there's a there's a market for us there to recruit. Obviously, with us both being English, and, you know having a European style of coaching play and whatnot, we feel you know it just adds a lot of different culture to the team and whatnot. And um, so I think that's a market that we definitely look to dip into and see if we can find the right fit. Okay, well, let's talk a little bit more about the the school um, yep. itself because I you know. I, sure there's some people that uh, aren't familiar with with Canisius uh, so I know you haven't been there that long but yep. but in your short time there what have you found to be some of the awesome things about the school that maybe folks wouldn't find just by going through yeah, the website I've lived in Buffalo for six years now and obviously living in Buffalo and um, I I knew what Canisius um you know where it was located I knew about the school and whatnot but actually being involved in the school um, it's just such a tight-knit school it really is and um, you know a lot of different student athletes come and support different um different programs and whatnot you know obviously you've got men's soccer we we've just recently went out and watched our men's hockey lift and you know their conference championship recently a couple of weeks ago and you know we have men's basketball women's basketball and you know i know you know student athletes on first name which you know i, I couldn't imagine at different schools you would know that and you know and that's the benefit of, of being a little bit of a smaller to mid-sized school is um it, it feels like a family i know it's a little bit cliche to say but we, you know, I know people by first name, as I mentioned, you know, we we say hello in the corridors, you know, it's everything's pretty, pretty close, uh, close together. And, you know, the school, as I said, it's, it's walking distance, you know, to different parts of campus, wherever you're studying. And so I'd say, you know, it's definitely a more of a family feel um, in, in terms of the school. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, you know, there's two parts to a student athlete, right? So in terms mm -hmm. of the student side of things, how do student athletes there, your, your, your team members really balance the demands of both the academic side of things as well as the soccer side of things? And what kind of support systems are there to help them with that? Yeah, um, you know, we, we actually train in the morning and it's really good, I feel, for, you know, student athletes to get up in the morning, you know, show some discipline, getting up early and and getting a good workout. And I think you start your day right, you know, get, getting a workout in the morning. Um, so we we train we tend to train in the mornings where it doesn't conflict with classes. Um, so obviously it kind of starts the day right and then they kind of go on about the day. Um, you know, obviously when we are in season, it's a little difficult, but the, the benefits of being in a smaller uh, size school, we, we have relationships with their professors, you know, it's, you know, they are smaller classes and whatnot. And like I said, we have good relationship right across the school with, you know, if we need to get out early to get on a bus ride and travel to New York City for, for the Mac game, or if we are traveling to different parts of, you know, the East Coast, we, we have a good relationship with, um, with, with professors and making sure that we can, uh, we can, you know, get the get the student athletes out on time and and accordingly. Yeah. Okay. Well, in terms of you, know, you mentioned training in the morning. Mm -hmm. What what would a normal week look like during the season in terms of training, classes, meals, the, yeah. the travel, all that kind of stuff? Yeah. So obviously we start August first, which is preseason, and um, so you know school's not in session right then. So, and um, but when we are in session, obviously, like as I said, we. On a Monday, we'll 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 train in the morning, and you know our student athletes will go about their class uh, in in the day. Tuesday, depending if we are home or away, on a Wednesday, we'll we'll tend to do a bit of a walkthrough preparation. We'll, we'll I'll do scouting analysis on uh, our opponents, so we'll speak a little bit about you know the opponents and, and players to watch out for and and whatnot. And then if we are away, we'll we'll tend to leave around one two p.m. And um, so then, you know, we do have a, maybe a five, six hour ride to a Quinnipiac, to a ride and whatnot across the East Coast. We'll tend to get there at a decent hour at night, maybe like 8, 8.30. We'll try and get a stop in for some food along the way. Um, and then Wednesday, we'll tend to do a, a lunchtime kickoff. Um, after the game, we'll tend to travel home and and then we'll tend, you know, tend to get home at a decent hour and, and do some uh, on a Thursday. We'll tend to do recovery. And um, so we'll, we'll bring the ladies in. We'll we'll do some recovery work for the players that maybe didn't get as much minutes. We'll 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 run a session for them as well, and um, so you know the benefit of obviously having different coaches, we can we can run that. So sometimes I'll run a recovery session, while Coach Ryan will will go out and work with some of the girls and make sure they're getting um, the, the high output that they need to stay fit and ready for the season. And then again Friday, you know, depending if we're home and away, let's say we're at home, we will tend to do a session in the morning. And again, not long after, we'll, we'll do like a little bit of a, a team preparation. Saturday mornings, we'll, we'll again do more of a scouting analysis and we'll speak a little bit about um, our opponents. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much how we go. Sundays, we give them off. Um, so a lot of, in, in season, a lot of it's about preparation work, recoveries, the, the, you know, the following day, playing two times a week is, is a bit of a grind. And especially with us being in Buffalo, we, we do have to travel, unfortunately, along with Niagara. Um, it's just the way the Mac works and, you know, we, uh, we just try and put our student athletes in the best possible situation they can be in. Okay. Well, let's talk about the team a little bit more. I know you mentioned you got a bigger recruiting class coming in this year, but is there a roster size that, that you guys are trying to hit that you guys find is ideal? Yeah. So, uh, this past season, we actually had 24, um, I think like the ideal number is like 26, 27, 
and um, from what I understand. But we did have a little bit of a smaller size this year, so we're looking to bring in twenty six this year. Um, so it is going to be a little bit bigger, but um, you know the benefits with us, you know, the, this past year, um, all of our student athletes travelled. They all they all changed the game day. Um, every one of our players played in a, a conference game. Um, along the season so the good thing is we, we're not afraid to give players chances or opportunities uh, to try and prove themselves on the pitch you know I think that was one of the the benefits of us last year is that we we did give all our players an opportunity uh, within within conference play Um, you know like I said we, we're big believers in um, you know if you're coming in working hard looking to to get better each day um, you know, our team culture this year, um, from what I understand, was really good compared to other years. Um, obviously, I can only speak from this year. So the, the important thing for us, obviously, with, with incoming, incoming players this year is, is to try and maintain that and increase it where we can. Um, and just making sure that, you know, one, everyone's on the same page. We want to make sure players are pushing each other. Um, it's not nothing's given. Um, even to our seniors and our juniors, we make sure that, you know, you know we, we do have you know, freshmen coming in looking to looking to, you know, play and whatnot. So that for the juniors and the seniors, it's important that, you know, they're maintaining a high level and setting a standard for the for the incoming players. And it just really pushes everyone to be a better, a better soccer player in the field. Okay. Well you mentioned yourself and the head coach. What does the rest of the staff look like? How big is the staff and what are are there support staff in the athletic department that help the team as well? Yeah. So we obviously Ryan's our head coach and I'm the first assistant coach and then we have our second assistant coach, which is Kat, and we have a goalkeeping coach, Marco, and we have a strength and condition coach who doesn't travel with us, but he works with the ladies in, in the in the weight room. And obviously, we have a sport nutritionist who we work through as well throughout the season uh, to make sure you know we're maintaining some good nutrition. And we have a sport therapist who works with some of the girls as well. And again, that's more on a need basis but we do tend to check on with student athletes every two weeks or a month and um, obviously in season it's a little difficult but in the spring season right now I know some of the girls have been utilizing um you know these these staff more accordingly and whatnot but um yeah that pretty much makes up you know the support staff for us um yeah and we also also we have a full-time trainer who travels with us as well and works with uh, works with the student athletes okay what besides um the, the the normal things that everybody's going to say but how would you guys describe kind of the staff style of coaching and the team style of play yeah um you know i've tried a lot of different formations in my time you know i right now i think we have a really good fit uh, for players in, in a 4-3-3 um it's you know what we recruit for and it's what we identify players for you know we we do like that formation. I know obviously there's different formations which are getting a little bit more popular now. Three four three, three five two, three six one, um. You know the four four two is is, is tend to be gone right now. You know, um. So I think the way the game, the modern game's going is, you know, we we identify players and I think players have also been developed in these formations in the club philosophies, um. So you know you do have your wingers, yeah. You know, your centre forwards, which maybe only be one. You have the false nine. You have so many different ones. But going back to our style of play, I'd say, you know, we do tend to, you know, we like to build through the thirds when possible. And we're not afraid to go long if, if you know, if we don't like to overplay, let's say. Um, but it, it also depends on um, different opposition as well. I'm, I'm a big believer in, in, you know, identifying opposition and, 
you know, if the if the audit team that um you know physically strong or you know they are heavily technical, we'll we'll tend we won't be afraid to press um and try and you know crush out some mistakes there if possible or you know we are going up against more of a physical side. We're not afraid to maybe you know keep it out the center, maybe play down the sides with, with combinations and whatnot. Um, so it just kind of depends, but our standard is four three three. But in terms of different styles, like I said, we do like to play through the heads, but we're not afraid to go long and and look to play um, off our centre forward and off our wings as well. Okay. Do you guys use any sort of uh, technology in either training or games, whether it's film, GPS, any anything like that? Yeah, so we we film all our practices on Veo. Um, so the good thing is we we give all our student athletes a Veo account so they can go in and have a look at practices. Um, it's not mandatory, it's just something if you want to come in and look. Um, sometimes, uh, you know, we work on a, 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 specific, a specific topic. You know, I'll tend to, you know, rewatch it for self-reflection with, with Coach Ryan. Is anything that we've seen or we like to, you know, highlight to the team, we will pull from and whatnot. Um, in terms of games, we were lucky enough to have this uh, this tool called Instat. It's it's an amazing tool, which I don't know if you're familiar with it. It mm-hmm. just breaks down so many different components of the game. Um, and each one of our student athletes have an Instat account as well. So that's one uh, one of the tools that I that I tend to use a lot. It's just such an amazing resource because, um, like I said, it breaks down so many different things. And it's good for scouting reports. It's good for... Like I said, making our players better um, in certain levels of the game. So, uh, they, they're the two main tools that we tend to use. Um, I would say so. Yeah, we don't have okay. any GPS trackers or anything like that, but we do we do tend to use like like I said the Veo and and the Instat accounts. Okay. Well, we're 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 talking the spring, so it's the off season. So, can you just give me a brief insight into what your typical off season looks like? Yeah, so um, you know, we, we give we give we had a bit of a hectic season just uh, this past season, you know. Um so we we give the girls uh, some time off at the end of November, right through December. We got started back up in the middle of Jan and we were back training and you know, getting the girls uh, moving again. And so our schedule right now is is Monday, we we train in the mornings, uh, Tuesday lift, Wednesday we train, Thursday lift. Friday we train and then some Saturdays we 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 do lift or you know depending on how we feel the output's been in the week we will sometimes give them the weekend off. Okay. Well, we've talked about a lot of different things, but I'm gonna leave you with one question, and that is if there was one thing uh, that you could communicate to either parents or players that are going through this college recruiting process uh, that you hope that they would they would know going in and and any sort of Golden nugget of information, piece of advice. What would that be? Um, are you talking more in terms of like recruiting, or are you talking about someone coming into like a freshman class during the recruiting process? The recruiting process. If you want to catch a coach's attention, I would say you need to make the, your emails as personal as possible. You know, speak about you know different different things that a, a general email just wouldn't. You know, maybe speak about the season, speak about some of the programs that you're interested in, speak about what you'd bring to the team, speak about, you know, obviously positions. I'd say try and make your emails as more personal as possible just because that's some of the things that really catch my attention. Um, you know, you've done your research on the school, you've done your research on the team, um, you've watched one of our games. Um, you know, I would say try and make it as personal as possible. They're just some of the things that catch my eyes and I know you know with coach Ryan as well that there's some of the things that um tend to catch you know our attention and obviously it's always important to share as much information about yourself you know obviously recruiting class position highlight videos 
um, just speak as much as possible about yourself as well, you know. I couldn't agree more. In fact, if you go to discovercollegesoccer.com, look at our resources page, you'll see our sample coach email template. And it says everything that Coach Colin just said. Uh, so definitely take a look at that. But Coach, really appreciate the time. Wish you guys the best of luck in the fall. And if you get to any of the uh, ECNL events down here in Bradenton, give me a shout and we'll get together. All right. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you.